Harry Butthole Podcast is produced in partnership with Joy Sauce. Harry Butthole. Welcome to Harry Butthole Podcast. This is a podcast based on the Korean saying, if you laugh while crying, hair grows out of your butthole. I'm your host, Youngmi Mayer. Every week I discuss a sad topic or story and then I try to laugh about it to make hair grow out of everyone's butthole. And in hopes that if you have been through something similar, you can relate and it'll make you feel better. Um, I'm going to... This is just very topical because... I recorded an episode earlier this week and then I like didn't really like it and I was like spiraling about what I said and trying to think of a better way to approach it but I I guess I'm gonna think about it more but I thought that this would be a good time to actually record an episode about being a working mom because this is this is too much you know it's really just like everything's piling up everything's stacking up there's no end in sight and I'm just like losing it I'm not but I feel like I am and it's causing me to just have zero free time and then when I do have free time I'm just like I don't even know what to do with it you know I'm I feel so lost but um, I, I thought it would be interesting to record this because I'm literally living through it right now. And it's so weird because I think that this topic, people talk about like all the time, all the time, the topic of, you know, the mom that has it all. They're always like, oh, you have a job and you have a family and you have um, all these things that you're taking care of and you're on top of all of it. But then if you talk to anybody that's living that lifestyle, they're like, everything feels like it's falling apart all the time. Oh my God. You know, now that I got that off my chest, um, I think that's a discussion. Like I said, I feel like people talk about it all the time, but what I enjoy doing on this podcast is discussing a topic that may be pretty popular, but discussing the aspects of it that I don't hear other people talking about. And so with this topic, even though it's really popular, I think there is this there is this side to it that nobody ever talks about, which is the fact that, you know, in this day and age, 2023, and it's been like this for a very long time now, at least since, you know, our parents were par- like parenting us as children. So like for me, at least the 80s and 90s, women have to work <laughs> as much as men. And so this whole discussion about women who have it all have families and work and do have to do the chores and stuff like that is not only popular, but it's like been ongoing for at least a generation now. And it's just, it's like ridiculous. It's like that. um, I think everyone feels this way in late stage capitalism, where we're all just getting squeezed from all angles and we're all we can't even like hold our head up and like for air or whatever it's called and so we just kind of keep plowing through it and all of us are just like what are we supposed to be doing all of this all the time but the reason why why i bring it up is that in this day and age 
yes, women work as much as men and have to take care of their kids and do all the fucking chores and stuff like that. And statistically, women do more, most of the domestic labor still, unfortunately, even though we've been in the workforce in the same capacity as men for, like I said, at least a generation now, we're still doing the majority of the housework. I mean, I'm, I'm a single mom, so I just do the housework for myself. <laughs> you know, like I always say, being a single mom is easier than being a married mom. Um, but the fact that the, the discussion only centers around women really is interesting to me because don't men also do both and all things now? And right? Because since, you know, since we've women are in the workforce just as much as men, it's it's about, you know, sharing duty, parenting duties and dropping off kids and picking up kids and picking up the pizza and getting the laundry and go, going to pay the phone bill. Like, you know, for most heterosexual married couples, it's it seems like both of them have the same responsibilities, but it's like, you never hear about, am I nuts? Or like, do you never hear about men being like, balancing my work life? <laughs> like, I've literally, I, I can't think of men talking about that or anyone asking men about that and I'm like confused because I know for a fact that they're doing you know similar amounts of work right so I guess my question is why aren't they talking about it are they holding it all in you know waiting to throw an axe at the dive bar on the weekend I don't know or like why aren't those conversations happening among among men right right or I, don't, I have no idea i'm confused if you know please tell me um but i think a lot of times women discuss this from what i've seen you know in media because of the feeling of guilt because you know i'm sure anyone that's living this life knows but the feeling of trying to do a job full time and watch a kid and, you know, for me, I'm single. So I date and things like that, have a social life, go out with my friends um, and just doing all that is like overwhelming. But it also feels like every part of my life I'm failing at, you know, because I'm like not giving my work 100 percent. So I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm always like behind and I'm always like doing a shitty job. I'm phoning it in because I'm too tired. And then I'm like phoning it in with my kid because I'm too tired. He's outside like playing the Xbox right now because I was like, damn, I got to record this fucking thing because I fucked up the first recording. <sighs> and, and, you know, like when I'm like going on dates, it's like I don't fucking feel great. I feel crispy. I've, I haven't slept and I've slept three hours last night. When are we fucking going to go have a glass of wine and fall asleep at the table? And it's like every every single thing I do, I'm like, this is so fucking mid. Um, that's how it feels like anyway. <sighs> and I know, like, I know that's a very common shared sentiment with um, people that live this way. I'm gonna say people because I think it's like you know, the popular people that talk, the popular discussion around this is women. But I just feel like it's men, obviously, like non-binary people, like whoever has a kid, is in. A, have living a life and has a job that's all of us you know and 
what are what are we what are we supposed to do and i know don't even it's so weird because um i know the response to this whole thing has been (laughs) the worst men you've ever heard saying anything starting podcasts where they're really misogynistic and they say that women belong in the kitchen and men should make a living but like that obviously nobody wants to i mean i i'm sure some people want to do that and that's great but like you know for me my career is based on how i want to express myself and it brings me a lot of joy i want to have a career i want to work um i just wonder you know like what what is the answer i think the answer is that we um move into big pods of big communities where it's like sister wives except we don't have to sleep with cody the the very um pilgrimy looking mormon man that has a weird jean belt combo i don't know what's going on with his jeans and belt combo but we we don't have to just that situation but just without cody can we do that can we do that um, I, I don't know what the answer is. You know, I would move my like Korean mom in with me, except she's verbally abusive. I don't, I don't know what to do. Um, oh, but then I, also my therapist said something about the feeling of um things being never ending, relentless. And she said, you know, a lot of people think of their day as like this list, like a to do list, and they think. I'm going to get to the bottom of that list in a day or this week or something. But what they don't realize is the list gets populated as you finish stuff up the, up the top, right? So the list is perpetual. It's going to just be a list for the next 10 years or whoever knows how long. And you have to like reformat your mind to understand that. And I was like, okay, I see what you mean. I need to visualize it differently it's like a wheel. It's like a, it's like a, one of those like uh, sc- scary, like conveyor belts. And at, at the end, there's a cliff and you're like a little like lemming or something. And you're moving your little cheese pieces from the front to the back for eternity. Like, uh, is that the visual? I don't know. Whatever makes you feel less depressed, I guess. I, I made one that made me feel horrible. I need a better visual. What? It's not a list. It's like a not, none of this is making me feel better. A, a never ending wheel where if you stop, you die. No, I don't want to think of, of it like that. But um, oh, my God, my chest is getting tight talking about this, this is really stressing me out. Anyway, I want to share that because I know a lot of people are going through it. You know, women, men, whoever. Sorry, I don't why do I keep gendering things. It's making it so awkward. Um it's just hard, you know, it's just how life is. Oh, also, I wanted to say something about those like misogynistic men. I like how they're like, the very clearly the answer that all of us work like 90 hours a week and can't afford to live is like capitalism. But they're like, no, it's women, who, women wore pants. And then it was all downhill from there. You know, they're like, I'm like, yeah, the, it was the blo- the bloomers were the ish- It was the it was the, the Charleston. It was, women wanted to smoke cigarettes and look at us now. You're right, bro. I, I kind of think it's a billionaire that makes $300,000 a second. But I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're right. Maybe we do have to go back and make sandwiches. And then 
you, when you beat us, you don't go to jail. Well, is that what you want? You want to go back to that? Cody? I'm just kidding. Um, anyway, so I just like, oh, another, um, what was I going to say? My God, am I like, that? that's it. That's the spiel. I got to go back and watch my kid now. Um, oh, actually, there was like another thing that somebody said that I thought was so interesting. Oh, this is so my friend Alex Pamulier, who was on the podcast a while ago, she had a great episode um, about, you know, being a mom and like all the like emotions that came from that. She's extremely intelligent and so interesting. Um, she had this really good point. I remember we were talking about, you know, like feminism and like uh, moms were feminists and and the standard that we are like held at where um i forgot i think she said she was watching like a woman who was a ceo of a big company and um somebody asked her like well how do you balance watching your kids with being a ceo of this huge company and she was like well you would never ask a man that and, you know, some of the men up here on stage with me haven't seen their kids in fucking years. They see their kid once a month, but you would never fucking ask them that because you don't think it matters that whatever, if they're good dads or whatever, because you just respect them for their position. And so my friend Alex saw that and she was like, people were clapping and I was like, yes, I agree, but that seems like the wrong way to go about it. <laughs> like she was like, shouldn't we just ask also men that? Like instead of all of us becoming heartless Jeff Bezos style CEOs, shouldn't we all be better at being with our kids? And that that like kind of uh blew my mind because I was like exactly yes and i know there's like um that popular god i, I never remember is it fucking I don't, I don't remember anyone's name you know the the popular saying by the wonderful feminist author and she was like you can't this man told a master's house with the master's tools it's like that you know it's like the answer isn't to become more like white men it's that they become more like us like we have that we have as much um we put as much responsibility on them to be good parents like if you are a male ceo and you are a white man and you are a fucking billionaire you should spend a bunch of time with your kids too just because you're not a woman and you're not the mother doesn't mean that you can be a shitbag parent and then raise some horrible rich children and who are going to, you know, like perpetuate like the destruction of our planet. Like you should be home with your kids too. Like we shouldn't just ask that, you know, of women. And I, when she said that, I was like, dude, I totally agree. We're, we, should, we need to build a world where we can, you know, work and watch our kids at the same time. And also I think it's so funny. I don't know if anyone listening has like been around people that are really high powered they don't really work at, at all. Did you notice that? Like, it's it's always like, I've known people who are like the fucking CEO, whatever, who's the leader of blah, da, da. And I'm like, bitch, you send like two emails a day. That's one less email than I do. <laughs> and, and then what? You drink champagne at 11 a.m. during your four-hour lunch break. 
And I was like, so you're just not seeing your kids? Like, you don't even have shit to do. Um, that's just, uh, it's just my, uh, what I've noticed, my perception of rich people, they're not very hardworking. Hmm. Um, anyway, so that's like, I guess the perspective that I want to touch on. It's almost like, I, I think that people, I think a lot of men that I know these days that are parents and, you know, obviously work full time because everyone does. They are also in the same boat where they're having they're very um, good parents and they show up for their kids and they're balancing being a parent and working. But I, I wonder why they don't really talk about that and how much they struggle with it. Do you think it's like demat? What's it called? Like demasculating? Emasculating? Sorry. <laughs> Do you think they like think it's emasculating to like not be able to juggle all that? Like the phrase, how do you juggle your family life with your work life? Do people say that to men? No, right? They just assume that they don't spend time with their kids. It's so weird. I just realized that. Anyway, um, I mean, I like, I don't know. I'm, I'm having this horrible realization that men just are like, absentee fathering it through but i see i don't see that like i'm around a lot of parents every day you know with my son and dropping him off at school and the dads are there like 50 percent. you know like it seems pretty well balanced um i don't know that's a question i guess if you're a father a full like a full-time working father person Please let me know if you have any thoughts on this. Do you talk about this with your friends? What like why are why isn't it talked about in public? Or is it and I'm just like not seeing it? Like I just can't remember the last time I saw a man being interviewed at, in any capacity and people asked him about his like family life or <laughs> fathering or anything. Oh, like the other day I saw this interview with um Seth Rogen. I think that's his name, Seth Seth Rogen, right? The now that's why does that sound wrong? Is it Seth Rogen? Seth, yeah, Seth Rogen. Why does that sound? Has anyone said the word the word Seth Rogen out loud? Say it right now. If sounds weird, Seth Rogen, Canadian actor. So I saw this um, interview with Seth Rogen. <laughs> I can't get over how weird that sounds. Um, and I remember actually the interviewer. It was just like a clip on Twitter too. The interviewer was like, oh, like, I know that you're child free by choice. Like, what do you think? And he was like, yeah, you know, like, it didn't seem like it was for me. And my wife and I agreed and we still have kids and we're still happy about it. And I was like, I met men never get asked this shit to the extent that I had no fucking idea that Seth Rogen was child free by choice. I just assumed he had kids because if he had kids, he would have talked about them the same amount as <laughs> Now, when he doesn't have kids, which is zero, nobody would have fucking asked him, how do you balance your work and family? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, men just do not get asked this at all. Like, did you did you all know that Seth Rogen was child free by choice? If if somebody was his level of famous and a woman and she was child free by choice, that would be like the number one thing you would know about her. Like every every interview would be like, you're child free by choice. I'm a child free by choice. But like, just because he's a man, no one gives a fuck. It's so weird. Isn't it weird? It kind of like blew me away when I heard that and when I found that out. 
Do you want to hear some info, info about this man? He He's 41 years old. Good for him. Dang. And he, um, that's, that's it. That's boring. His, he's been married for a long time. He's been married for 12 years. So he's really, you know, he's committed to the child free by choice thing. Um, I guess I, actually, I really wanted to talk about this child free by choice thing. Thank God I like reminded myself. I was like, what am I doing now? Okay, one last thing. I'm going to touch on this child free by choice conversation. I want to talk about this a very long time. I think I forgot up top that to say that I was going to talk about this. Okay, so I actually always wanted to talk about this because obviously I have a kid, but I am standing on the side of people who are child free by choice, especially, you know, women and people that identify as women because that is like a revolutionary act, right? Even today in 2023, it, it's so ingrained in all societies for people to value women based on their proximity to men and their relationships to men and their reproduction that even in 2023, if you chose to be child-free by choice as a woman, that's like taboo, you know? I'm sure if anyone's listening to this and this is something that you've chosen for your life, Every day you're, you know, you're gaslit and you're questioned and you're, you know, people are just like, people are in disbelief. They think that it's like a reaction to something. They just don't believe that you are capable as an adult human being to make that decision for your own self because you're a woman and you're stupid. That's what they're, that's what they're thinking, not me. You know what I mean? It's like, it's such a revolutionary act. So I always feel like the need to defend women who are child free by choice. I, I I think it's very brave. And I think it's very respectable that you decided this. And ha we're clear headed enough to see that that's what you wanted and needed for yourself. Through all of the very intense, um, like, conditioning and the and the weird stuff that society puts on women. I think that's extremely admirable. And I, I really respect that. Like for, for you to understand that that wasn't for you and to stand up against this pressure, this like relentless pressure, that is like so admirable. And I wish that I had that presence of mind and the clarity of knowing myself and who I was um, when it was time for me to make that choice for myself, you know, obviously I don't regret having my son. I love having him so much. And me, for me personally, I think that I was so brought up in this world where I really did believe my value came from my proximity to men, relationships with men and reproduction that I could not have broken free from that very toxic belief system that was like pushed on to me until I had a kid and then I was like oh okay uh, that was bullshit you know like that but for other people who've who realized all that it's like bullshit without having you know going through the process I feel like that's incredible and you know I'll always defend you and how great that you know how great that you know obviously people are very hard on women who are child-free by choice and I'm sure it's not easy to do that but how great that we live in a time where you even get the choice of doing that and i think that says a lot about 
just the, the fucking history of all this, right? There's, you know, there were rarely times and instances where women were even allowed to make the choice of being child child free. There all of the women, most of them that came before us had no choice. Most of them, a lot of them are raped. You, do you know what I mean? Married off as children. You know, we all know. I don't have to tell you all this. All these horrible things happened to people that were women throughout history. And, you know, the fact that we have the option of being child free, that's just, that's spectacular. You know, that's amazing. And I'm just so happy for people who know themselves well enough to say that and make that choice for themselves. Um, and also, God, this is, it's always so, it's such a complicated topic because, you know, I respect people who are child-free by choice. I respect people who have kids or a bunch of kids by choice. That's wonderful. But there's also, you know, obviously a group of people that want one or the other, I guess. And somehow it ended up being the other way. And I know there's a lot of pain and hardship surrounding that. Um, and in no way do I, obviously, I don't mean to, you know, I don't mean to like minimize anyone's trauma around not wanting kids if they want kids or vice versa. People who have kids but they don't want kids. <laughs> the people who didn't want kids but have kids, oh my God, you know, have fun raising the next generation of fuck boys, I guess. I don't know. You know, I have to say, you know, obviously I, I'll, I'll just, I feel like that was a little too mean. So I'm going to just end on a joke. Obviously, I really love having a kid. I love having uh, my son. I would never change that for the world. Um, but, <laughs> but you know, sometimes you're just like, what the fuck is this? Right. And I get it. But um, it's just, I don't know. It, this isn't funny. I was going to be like, it's just so funny when you like, I, I think all of us that have kids have these moments where we're like, oh my God, what the fuck did I do? But like the people that are actually like not wanting kids, that's rough. That's not funny. I'm not laughing about that, you know? And it's so rough and hard for the children, my God. I think a lot of people my age grew up with parents like that because I think my my or like our parents' generation, they didn't have a fucking choice, you know? They had to have kids. They all had kids before they knew what that meant. Um... So, you know, if you're from my generation, prob you probably know the fucking pain of having a parent that didn't want you. So, like, thank God that we're, we live in an age where people can make that choice for themselves and stick with that choice. And they're not forced to do one or the other because it's really doing a number on people that are my age, let me tell you. <laughs> Who doesn't hate their parents? Um, So that was all for my discussion for this week. I'm sorry, that was a really quick one. I did have another episode, which got a little too, I could like cry too much during the, I, I, I'm, I'm, now I'm sharing, it's TMI. And I was like, it's just, it's just deranged. I'm sitting, I, I know, I feel like I know that that's, this is what the podcast is about, but like, it's weird sitting here recording and I'm crying into the microphone and I'm like, this is so fucking cringe, you know, I can't release this. 
So I'm going to try to re-record the topic for next week, but I'm not going to announce what that topic was because I don't know if I'll change it. Um, also, shout out to Seth Rogen because I just clicked on the his page and his dog Zelda has died one week ago. <sighs> they have lo- lost their beloved dog Zelda, who they have always said was their child. So that's that's topical. <laughs> And also, I'm going to say one thing. Oh, also, let me just, since I read that, you know how people who have real kids, like human kids, make fun of people who have pets and they say that about their pets? Let the the people who love their dogs call them their children. Who's that hurting? Not me. You know, like, I hate it when parents are like, oh, yeah, did you have to wake up four times a night to breastfeed your dog? No, just shut up. Just let them have their fucking fur baby or whatever the hell they're calling it. You know, Seth Rogen's devastated. This is Zelda is a beautiful dog. Looks like a a King King Charles Spaniel. Is that what that's beautiful dogs? That's sad. So that was my episode for the fucking working all the time, being a parent, whether you're a woman or a man. I hope it wasn't too hateful on men. Because I honestly, I'm being really honest here. This is the one time where I'm just like, no, I see men showing up to do this every day. You know, like in my son's school, literally half of them are are the dads. And so they are doing it. Why aren't you talking about it? I'm so confused. Anyway, hope that was relatable or entertaining or I I don't know, something. RIP Zelda. And I'll see you next week. Oh, if you have a topic uh, to suggest, you can do so on the Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Harry Butthole, or you can just leave a comment on the Instagram if you don't want to donate to the Patreon. Um, the Instagram is Harry Butthole Podcast. My Instagram's YM Mayor. My TikTok is Young Me Mayor. And I'll see you next week. Bye.